Let's Talk. I want to say thank you uh, to Mike Young uh, for covering uh, this for me for the last two weeks. Uh, Susan and I and the group are back with Paul and Helen, safe and sound, back in Sebring, uh, Florida. Um, there's no place like home. It was just kind of fun to drive back into Highlands County. And appreciate all those of you that have prayed for us these last uh, 15, 17 days. Um, there's also no way for me to be able to describe to you the opportunity that God has given us to be away with students, uh, as well as just being in Alaska, the mountains. And um, it's really beyond description. There's just no way I can really articulate what God has allowed us to see and be a part of and, and be with students. And while we've uh, been away, uh, we've worked uh, through uh, some passages in First and Second Samuel. Uh, God has given us the opportunity to kind of look at the life of David uh, for these last 17 days. And uh, we chose that kind of specifically because we realized that students were going to take uh, the opportunity to be with us. But in, in, um, in doing that, we wanted to go through the mountaintop experiences of the scriptures and the valleys uh, in the scriptures. And we wanted them to be able to see that. And so this morning, uh, as we you know kind of chat or as you pick up this uh, podcast, my phrase would be the journey. Uh, we have had the privilege to walk through the scriptures. I thank the Lord for the opportunity to have the Old Testament and what the Old Testament says loud and clear um, is life is a journey. And uh, just been reminded that about the life of David. And so I might not specifically use one passage of scripture this morning. I know that's what I love to do. But just, uh, you know, going back and thinking about the life of David, as you pick it up, you know, you have this little shepherd boy that's out, you know, taking care of um, of sheep. And dad really doesn't even, you know, acknowledge that he's around when the prophet shows up in town and and so when uh, the prophet arrives, is, the, is there another? Well, yeah, there's one out there that's, you know, the, the sheep guy. Um, not even uh, known more than that, just being young and being a shepherd. And, well, you know, Samuel calls for that one. And then that sheep guy, we read words like God is not interested in the outward appearance, but God is interested in the heart. And so you you walking now into a scenario where, okay, God has chosen David and, and he's going to send David on a journey. And, um, and so part of that journey is being a shepherd and he's learned some really cool life lessons uh, as he is a shepherd. He's, he's learned that he can trust God as he's, God has allowed him to kill a lion and a bear. And then God is going to bring him to this whole big battlefield with Goliath and, and everybody sees the giant and, and none of the individuals that are the trained warriors recognize that, all right, God, you are with us and we can, this giant's not a big deal. But the shepherd boy that had been through experiences, killing of a lion and a bear, uh, now is going to be suited up with armor, but he's not familiar with armor. So he lays all that aside and he goes and picks up some, some stones to go to battle against the one who's going to talk against his God. And uh, I love the David and Goliath um, Historical account as you look through First Samuel and watching David charge the battlefield, charge Goliath, taking one stone and conquering uh, Goliath. And then so often, you know, as I've been in church and around people, David was a hero of the story. And what a neat opportunity that we've had this week to say, wait a second, God is the hero of the story. And so um, 
this morning or if you're picking up this afternoon, I would say allow God to be the hero of the story. Uh, and then you go through David now uh, continuing on with his relationship with Saul and Saul's now going to work to kill him because he's been tempted by or, or tormented by an evil spirit. And so David, I'm sure, is wondering, God, wait a second, you anointed me with oil, you allowed me to kill Goliath, and now you got this this guy, Saul, that is trying to kill me. And so I can't imagine all the emotional struggles that are there. But then you start to watch the heart of David maybe wander a little bit um, as Saul is going to bring his daughter, and he doesn't give him the first daughter, he gives him the second daughter. And so all along he has this father-in-law that's trying to, you know, to get rid of him. He said, well, one way I can kill my future son-in-law is just ask him to go to go kill some more Philistines. And so he asks David to go kill 100. And then David kills 200. And we were just thinking and wondering and praying about, wonder why David went on 100 more than that. Uh, who were these individuals? Was it boys or, you know, older, younger men? What was it like? To David to wander to that point, and then you know he kills two hundred, and now he's anointed as king, and he goes into battle, and and he makes some unwise choices, and 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 all along God gives him opportunities for red flags to be shown, and don't walk this road, and stay away from this. But David says, you know what? I'm the king. I get the choice. Uh, I'm in charge, and so he goes on, and he takes Bathsheba to be uh, his wife. So what's amazing to me about the whole thing with Bathsheba is the opportunities or the red flags that were came David's way, um, but he chose still to walk towards that choice. And so I re- remembered about, you know, um, Uriah being one of David's mighty men, but I, I had forgotten about... Um, David's choice with um, the mighty men that Bathsheba, that her father was one of David's mighty men. And so um, two should have been huge red flags for David. Say, wait a second, I really don't want to walk down this road. I don't want to be in this road. This is not something that I should be doing. This is totally wrong. But yet for some reason, David walks down that road and walks into sin and, and Nathan is or going to rebuke him. And at the end of that part, and I know there's more, but where we had stopped was is that David is now going to have another wife, another child with Bathsheba, whose name is going to be Solomon. And he's going to be the one in, that's going to be in the line of the Messiah. And so it's just a, a huge opportunity to be reminded of God's grace, of God's power, of God's mercy. If you can't keep God in a box, there's so much there for each individual Um as they read through the Old Testament of First and Second Samuel, and I realize that's not all of David's life. There's a lot more that's in there. And so this Friday, as you journey around the Word of God, as you journey in life today, you know, know that it's a process and God is, is doing some things. And when he maybe sends you a red flag, you would heed his advice and words. And then if you get opportunity to to serve in ways that make sense and all this, uh, go for I would encourage you to go for it. You know, serve God in, as he opens doors. But in all of this, guard our hearts because we could end up being just like David. God's going to send us some red flags and we need to heed his word and wisdom. And uh, <coughs> we're so trusting that you'll do that well uh, today.
So uh, thank you for allowing me to share with you this morning and about a little bit of from the life of David. And uh, why don't we close in a word of prayer. Father, thank you for today, the privilege that we have today and for your word that's in front of us. And thank you that you're a God that is not in a box. And as we get a chance to look back at the life of David, we see your hand, we see grace, we see truth. We see you move in amazing ways and we see the choice of men that uh, has some difficult consequences. So may we heed your word. May we continue to run to you in the journey as we go through the mountaintop experience and the valley experiences. May we know you better and more uh, after this day. We love you, Jesus. Your name I pray. Amen. God bless you and have a great day.